0: Welcome to the Budhead Podcast. My name is Kale. I am your host, your solo host. I'm probably going to be talking about a lot of different stuff, assuming this outlives the coronavirus. Uh, it'd be pretty cool if that was the case, but either way, I'm glad that I'm giving it a shot. Basically, I'm planning on just taking some bong rips in each episode and talking about some cool stuff. Today's short episode is gonna be on fungi. Just a tiny little peek into the world of fungi. I am not an expert, I'm not a mycologist, I'm uh, a fan of fungi. They are probably one of my favorite things that exist on this earth. I have about 15 of them tattooed on my body and I'm hoping to have hundreds of them by the time I die. If I don't die uh, in the pandemic. Crossing my fingers on that. Let's start this thing off right by taking a bong rip. Hell yeah. So a little fun fact about fungi is that there are more species of fungi, bacteria, protozoa in a single scoop of soil then there are species of plants and vertebrate animals in North America, which is fucking wild. Think about it. Think about the amount of plants and vertebrates in this country and then try to imagine that there are more fungi, bacteria, and protozoa in a scoop of soil than in the whole entire North America. That's wild. That's wild to me. So, basically, fungi are the recyclers of the planet. They break down large organic molecules and turn them into smaller molecules that are able to nourish other life forms. And they have a symbiotic relationship with the organisms around them, which is pretty sick. They pretty much feed the community, and the community feeds them. Uh, From what I know, they interact with animals and plants. Trees often have mutualistic relationships with fungi. I think that's really cool. It's like a network, like a web. You can think of it almost like the internet. Um, That's the best way to describe it. It's a like network of mycelium that interacts with the environment all around and that's badass. So Fungi have a symbiotic relationship with organisms around them. That's pretty sick. And not only do they recycle, but they also release elements like nitrogen and phosphorus, which are essential for other processes in the ecosystem. Um, I mean, if you're not excited about fungi, if you're not already excited, get out of here. This is not for you. You gotta be pumped. You gotta be nerdy. Get into it. So magically, fungi are able to digest molecules before actually ingesting them uh, and it breaks them down into a a smaller form so that it's easier for them to make use out of, if that makes sense. So that internet-like web I was talking about earlier, mycelium, it's the vegetative part of a fungus consisting of branches. That are called hyphae. Like I said, it's like the the root system on a tree, but this is everywhere. Um, it's all over. It's in your yard. It's in the park. It's under the trees in the forest. Like this network's, it's massive. It's huge. Uh, I mean, there are two huge networks of mycelium considered to be solo organisms. One of them is in Oregon. It's the largest organism in the world and it's three and a half miles wide. It's 2,000 years old uh, and it's it's just a giant network of mycelium. And then there's also one in Michigan in Crystal Falls, which is I believe up north somewhere, that is 1,500 years old and weighs 440 tons approximately. Fungi are pretty much like fruit on a tree. They are the fruit. They're the part that will show up sometimes but is not always there for whatever reason. Either the conditions aren't right or, you know, for whatever reason they just don't show up. So you can think of the mycelium as the tree uh, where the fruit grows and the fruit are the fungi. These motherfuckers can grow several inches per day. So if you think about the growth within six months or within a year or a lifetime, they can be massive and that's how the two huge organisms um, in Oregon and Michigan, that's how they were created. They just happened to survive long enough to grow that big Um, and like my mind is legitimately blown by this stuff. (laughs) Uh, I love it. It's so crazy. Like, I never knew that mushrooms were that intense. Like, they are crucial. Without fungi, every environment would actually collapse. Like, the world would not be, it would not be okay without the fungi. (sighs) So, let me know what you think about this. Um, DM me, whatever, I'm assuming Just my friends are going to listen to this episode, so it's kind of quick, kind of informal, just sort of a little tester thing. Um, try not to take myself too seriously. Uh, I noticed while I was playing back some of this audio that there might be gaps between segments. I apologize for that, but um, yeah, I don't know how to fix it, so I'm just gonna leave that and then you know, cross my fingers at. Eventually, I'll figure it out. (laughs) This was fun. I got pretty high. It's going to be hard to maintain, uh, like, 15, 20-minute solo conversations while I'm smoking weed. Originally, it was supposed to be me and another person. And because of this whole pandemic thing, um, she gave me the okay to do it on my own. So, not what I was expecting, but... I'm pretty excited I finally have taken the leap and thank you for listening I appreciate it I hope that you enjoyed this I definitely plan on doing some other type of stuff in the future I have legitimately been thinking about making an episode on King of the Hill conspiracies for over a year now so (laughs) I think I might do that next Uh, let me know if you have any ideas I want to talk about cool stuff And I'm definitely going to teach y'all about fungi again in the future. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. Go get high, baby girl.